Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Together for Families podcast. This week we're going to be talking about how best you can support children who've been through trauma. But first of all, we're going to join Caroline and find out how we can support young people with their learning journeys. Hopefully together we can discover the everyday things you can do to help your little one prepare for an early years setting, school or home learning. But before we start, I have a did you know fact. The People website says that what adults do with their young children is more important than their social class, educational background or where they live. Research has shown this. What parents do at home with their children also shows to have a positive effect on the child's GCSEs. From the moment they are born, babies are learning and trying to make sense of the world. Millions of neurons in the brain start firing and joining together to make pathways which help them learn. By interacting with your baby from birth, so singing songs, reading and responding to them, they will start to learn language and lots of other things too. You can have all the toys in the world, but without you, babies and young children won't learn much. You are their best toy. Before we look at the different ways we can help our children learn, we first need to look at two really important things, praise and role modelling. Children who see their parents or carers read and write are more likely to read and write for pleasure themselves. They will copy you and what you do, whether that's the things you want them to do or the things you may not want them to copy. If you play and interact with your child, they are more likely to join in the play. Children love to please and they love attention. Giving praise really boosts their confidence and they will repeat any behaviours noticed. Keep praising and you will see any behaviour you notice happen more regularly, hopefully. So let's look at supporting your child's reading. As mentioned, we can start to read to babies from birth. They will love the sound of your voice. They really love bright colourful pictures too. Some parents may feel their reading is not good enough and they cannot read to their child. However, you can talk about the pictures. Your child will love this. Learning to read is not just reading words. It's about knowing how to hold a book, how to turn pages, knowing that pictures are pictures and words carry meaning. And this is all they need to know before they go to school. Some parents feel the birth of their child is the ideal time to improve their reading skills. If you're interested in this, please contact your Link into Learning Centre and they can help you find the right way for you. Reading isn't just for books. Words and letters are all around us. Road signs, number plates, magazines, on lists, everywhere. This is called environmental print. A really important part of reading is not in books. It helps us understand the world and live in it. Notice these letters and words when out and about. Children will especially love this if the letters are important to them, like the letters in their name. For example, if you lived on Station Road and your child's name started with an S, they could trace the letter S with their finger or spot how many S's they could find on a walk. Pick a number or a letter and go on a letter or number hunt. Children like to be useful and sometimes shopping trips are so boring for them. Why not involve them? 
They might want to write a list themselves, or you could write a simple short one for them. You can use words, pictures, or make cards with pictures and words on. Can they find the items on their list and cross them off? This will not only give them something to do, but encourage them to look at their lists, even if it is their own squiggles, and look at words and letters around them. Why not collect the logos from packaging, like cereal boxes, and play Snap or make Play-Doh letters? There are lots of ideas on the internet. Just let your imagination go wild and have fun. Let's look at writing. Did you know you can help your child's writing skills from when they're a baby? Being able to write requires strength in their body, their arms and their hands. You need to be able to sit steadily and not drag your arm across the table. By doing tummy time, little and often will first strengthen their neck, shoulder and arm muscles. Some babies prefer to have tummy time when lying on their grown-up's chest. If your baby prefers this, then great! After this, a baby will hopefully learn to sit. Encouraging your baby to sit up, if they're able, will not only help their body to become strong, but will give their ribs more space to control their breathing and move their tongue to the correct position to help them start to talk. If you want to know more, check out a short video clip by the BBC's Tiny Happy People. Together for Families have shared it on their Facebook page recently. It takes a little while for them to become strong, but they will get there and this will help when they learn to write or mark make. When they are moving about, they may like to climb using their shoulder and arm muscles. Any activity that encourages them to use their arms will help them later on when they learn to write or mark make. This could be waving ribbons, a trip to the play park, digging the garden or at the beach, anything that gets them moving. And lastly, children need to have strong hands. If you were like me, after the summer holidays, my hands used to ache when I went back to school and did lots of writing. Learning to write must feel like this even after a short time. Any activities that help them use their hands, like Play-Doh or building with bricks, will help them build this strength and also help with hand-eye coordination. When a child writes or draws, sometimes it can look to parents like scribbles. If you're not sure what they've drawn, you could say, for example, I love the colour red you've chosen, or wow, I love this, tell me about your picture. And this will give the child an opportunity to tell you about the picture. Singing is another way to help children's reading and writing skills. As mentioned in an earlier podcast, it really does not matter if you sound good or not. You could be tone deaf and your child will still love your voice. What songs and rhymes do is help them to listen, help them to rhyme words and introduce them to new words, all really important for reading and writing. Takeaway gems for today. The little things you do can have a huge impact and really help your child to learn. You are the most important teacher your child will ever have. You're amazing. Really believe that and have fun with your child. Thanks very much to Caroline there. Don't forget, if you've been affected by anything we're talking about today in today's podcast, you can go to supportingcornwall.org.uk where you can find out more information and some of the resources that are out there to support you.
Now, let's talk about childhood trauma with Nikki. Did you know trauma is a response to any event that makes you feel out of control? It is an emotional response to a painful event. Children can be subject to many kinds of adverse childhood experience. Moving school, separation from a loved one, divorce, bereavement, neglect or abuse, witnessing domestic violence, addiction of a family member or a family member being unwell. So what are the effects of trauma and how can we support children? Trauma can leave a child feeling anxious and this can lead to stress. There are three different states of stress. Stress can be positive. It will elevate our hormone levels and create a response. For example, during a race, hormones are produced to respond to the situation. This is positive stress. Some experiences like grief or divorce can create tolerable stress. This is a serious but temporary stress response to a situation. The effects of this stress can be buffered by a supportive relationship. However, if a young person is subject to lots of trauma or stressful situations, they may experience a prolonged activation of stress. This is known as toxic stress. Without a supportive relationship, a young person's behaviour may deteriorate. The neuroscientist Jack Panseep has identified that there are seven emotion systems in the brain that all mammals share. These are rage, fear, panic or grief, care or attachment, seeking, play and lust. Each system is like a muscle. The more they are activated, the more they become a part of your personality. So each system can be underactive and overactive. If a young person is constantly in a state of fear, they will have an overactive panic system and will constantly feel anxious and withdrawn. Behaviors may include irritability, explosive outbursts, avoidance of situations, refusal to comply or separation anxiety. They may also have a blocked care, seeking and play system and not be motivated to explore or learn. So how can we support young people to maintain this emotional balance? The most important thing is to be an emotionally available adult. Make time to listen to your young person. Be curious and encourage them to talk about their feelings, their fears, their concerns. Acknowledge their worries and respond to what you hear. Try not to ask too many questions, but let the young person lead the conversation. Don't make assumptions. Encourage the child to explain what they are feeling about the situation. Consider the young person's viewpoint and recognise it may be different from your own perspective. Here are some examples of phrases you could use. I imagine that was very difficult for you when your dad left. 
I wonder if you are scared that you may lose someone else you care about. Or, I need you to know that I understand your worries about moving school. It can be scary making new friends. It is okay to have these feelings. Notice and describe reactions. I wonder if you need to feel in control of this situation. Provide supportive care. Would it be helpful if I explained how you felt to the teacher? Teach self-regulation techniques to be calm through mindfulness activities, slowing the breathing down like yoga and creating a calm and safe environment. Sometimes young people find it difficult to express their feelings. Consider what their worries may be and provide them with the words. I wonder if you're feeling really scared that your mum may become unwell again. Children may find it easier to draw pictures to represent their emotions. Ask them to tell you about their picture and encourage them to describe their feelings. The brain's play system is a system of social joy. The more this is activated, the more resilience to depression and anxiety a young person will have. So be brave, be silly, play and laugh together. Try to make a special time every day to build your relationship and friendship. Science shows that the play brings about new brain growth of the frontal lobes that is involved in learning and social intelligence. Top tips. Remember, any adverse childhood experience may lead to a young person feeling anxious. Try to reduce the level of stress by being an emotionally available adult. Listen to their worries and provide supportive care. Provide daily special time to talk about and discuss events. Practice techniques to help the young person self-regulate their emotions. Acknowledge their feelings. Help them to represent these emotions visually through drawings. Provide lots of opportunities to play together, laugh and have fun. Seek professional advice if you continue to be concerned for the young person's welfare. If you would like to find out more about trauma and current research, here are two books you may be interested in. Pace, Playfulness, Acceptance, Curiosity and Empathy, Therapeutic Parenting Model by Dan Hughes. Or What Every Parent Needs to Know by Dr. Margaret Sunderland. Thanks very much to Nikki there. Don't forget, if you've been affected by anything we've been talking about, you can go to supportincornwall.org.uk where you can find more information. That's it for this week. Thanks very much for listening. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you get notifications to your phone when a new podcast is out. Until then, thanks very much. Take care of yourselves and have fun. Music